Okay, microphone on, ready to record. It looks like a message is coming through in the time drive. Gideon, patch it through. Hey, Matt. Friend of the show, Trisha Ennis, what are you doing here? I uh, just wanted to remind you quickly to plug our new podcast. Oh, that's right. Let's do that. From the Always Hold On to Podcast family. Comes our new podcast, Always Hold On to DC's Legends of Tomorrow. We're covering the good, the bad, and the cuddly of our favorite DC Comics time-traveling crossovery, Romantic dramedy, LGBTQ plus friendly, Sarah Lance ass-kicking-y. Musical Bebo Pelted series. Every episode, we will be literally rolling the dice. And letting the fates decide our next episode. Yes, the fates. Uh, Clotho. Lachesis. The, the other one. So- sounds like you should probably brush up on season five. Probably. And if any of your folks haven't seen the series, they can start checking it out before our podcast premieres this January. Yes, if you're a Lois and Clark fan, odds are Legends of Tomorrow will be up your alley. Absolutely. And don't forget to follow us at Legends of Always on any social media. Well, thanks for stopping by, Trisha. Truly cannot wait to start this podcast with you. Me too, Matt. See you in the temporal zone. Gideon set a course for Metropolis 1997. Now back to the show. Um, mm-hmm. Rob, you're still recording? I'm, I'm Alan, but yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm recording. Okay. I feel really bad at that. Don't worry about it, Zach. It's fine. White. Um- <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry Dean and Superman. We'll cover it all, at least we'll do what we can. And now it's time for the show. What a show. And welcome back to Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex, and I have an esteemed panel in front of me for an esteemed episode. We'll find out. Um, Alan Burke, welcome back, sir. How are you? It is great to be back, Matt. I'm so happy. A little bit bittersweet. This is this is more than likely or definitely going to be my 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 last uh, solo appearance as such on the podcast. So it's uh, it's a little bittersweet that you're coming to the end of the road, but I'm yeah, really happy to be here and to to check in for one final time in 1990s Metropolis. So uh, it's great to be back. The way I've been recording, I'm at less than double digits podcast oh, wow. left i think after after this week i'll be at like eight records left which is which see the is listeners so, don't like, see great the, but yeah the, the listeners don't see how much you're smiling when you say that though <laughs> you see that sounds like you're really sad about it but your smile is just they, giving you oh, away I'm, I'm ready i'm i'm truly <laughs> ready the next podcast will be super fun but um but yeah it's it's just a bizarre thing as we're getting like towards the end of the the rows on hbo max i'm like oh geez oh god and then just them and them and and then we're out anyway um we're burying the lead though um we've got we've got a first time caller here today which you've probably heard already folks but welcome to the podcast daniela rod how are you i'm very well how are you and thank you thank you so much for for getting back to me because i sent in the voicemail so late that i thought well it's never going to work out um yeah, and I'm over the moon ever since, you know. <laughs> no, so no, I'm, it was, I'm, I'm very well, thank you. I, I'm so glad we could fit it in. I'm, I'm thankful to both of you, A, for, for sharing your spotlight and joining me in an episode here. Um, B, for staying up as late as you've stayed up <laughs> as parents to, to join this podcast. So, so thank you. And, and Alan, I know your work has been crazy, but that, that both of you have taken the time to do this means the world to me. So thank you very much. So glad to have you here, Daniela. Thank you, too. 
It's nice to have some European, you know, kind of EU versus the Yanks on this uh-huh. one as well. I yeah, think. exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if our opinions differ, but we're talking, God, what are we on? 416, I believe? 417. 17. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, 417. Yeah. Faster than a speeding vixen. It's fine. <laughs> um, hey, when did error, Alan? Uh, this aired on the 12th of April, 1997. Uh, runtime is 46 minutes, and it was directed by Neil Ahern Jr. I wonder if he's Irish. I don't think so. It's a real Irish name. Okay. Um, uh, just He kind of done a lot of kind of general, and still working today, kind of general TV, Turner and Hoot, the TV show, Constantine, the wow. TV show, things like that. Constantine. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's, it it was a funny one when you asked me about this one, because normally the the previous episodes that I've come on, I I came on a a Tempest Anyone, which obviously is like this iconic episode. And I came on for Superman NNN, which is one of my favorite episodes. Another I really enjoyed iconic that one. episode for many reasons. Yes. Yeah. So and I listened to the, that one yesterday. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that one. And uh, the, I think it was the end of season three, the, the beginning of the new Krypton arc, yeah. which, is, which was a great episode as well. Well, it was, it was a good kind That's of a good lead start, into yeah. that. Yeah, we could hmm. lead into it. I had no memory of this episode at all, <laughs> whatsoever. I didn't remember it. When you said it to me about Vixen, I was like, Matt's lost his mind. What's he talking about? <laughs> you mentioned these characters' names like Leslie Lockerbie. Hadn't a clue who he was. I just completely wow. couldn't remember it. Just blocked it was like out watching. Four. It was like finding a, a brand new Lois and Clark episode. Wow. Okay. Wow. So it was kind of cool. That's that an way. interesting, yeah, point of view. Um, Daniela, I want to get your your point of view, like your kind of entry and your bio sure, sure, in sure. a second. But we're, we're, no, we're just for this episode quickly while we're on it. Are mm-hmm. you a fan of this arc? Was this a like? Oh God! Well, I want to be on one. You know, like, was this was um, this an assignment or was this fun? No, this was kind of fun because I I remembered this arc mm-hmm. and I thought, well, it's not my favorite arc of the fourth season because I preferred the one before. Yeah, the, the Tempest stuff. Tempest stuff, yes. Yeah. Um, but I was wondering why you choose this one for me to come on, <laughs> and okay. then. I started watching it, and the first scene is where they are on the floor, uh, right after they had sex. And I was like, maybe that's the reason because I told him I like the relationship so much. It's it's a gift to you, yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is what starts that the baby arc, though, and yes, if yeah. we're calling it that at all. But yeah, the that you know runner of a discussion here. But Daniela, how did you find Lois and Clark? Like, when did you first watch it? Were you a Superman fan beforehand? You know, the, give us give us a little bit of you. Um, I wasn't a Superman fan before it. I okay. was a fan of Wonder Woman, especially the one uh, within Linda the Carter. Carter. Yeah. Yes. I was watching that when I was about nine years old. Okay. And then I went on holiday with my family and I got really, really sick on that holiday. So I had to stay in the hotel room. And my mom was like, well, you know, there's this new Superman show coming on and maybe you <laughs> want to watch it because you're such a Wonder Woman fan, you know? And I was like, nah, I don't know, Superman mind you i was 11 years old so yeah, yeah yeah man didn't matter that much to me right yeah so that was the time when the pilot aired in austria and yeah i think ever since i saw dean kane i probably entered puberty because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, similar story uh, for terry hatcher so i, I understand yeah yeah i heard you, I heard you <laughs> and let's face that. it a bit of dean kane too but uh, <laughs> um so then you did like 
I don't know. Was the airing of the show interrupted at all in Austria? Like, did you watch all four seasons? Did you stick with it always? Or yes, yes, uh, it wasn't interrupted really. I mean, apart from the summer breaks that you have usually, okay. and yeah, watched it. Watched it from day one to the last day. Uh, I also always had to record it because I lived in a boarding school, so it was okay. on on Friday nights in Austria. And I always had to oh, record, wow. you know, the VHS tapes. My dad yeah, yeah, did that yeah. for me. I came home on Saturday from the boarding school, watched Lois and Clark, you know, all that, all that deal. I still have the VHS. You Sorry. were working hard for it. I love how many people come on and they're like, we still have the VHS. Like, VHS I, I never too. had all of it, but it was like, after I'd watched it all the way through, because it was on reruns for me, yeah. I knew when like, Oh, Tempest Fugitive's coming on. That's the one I like. I'm going to set the, like, you know, so I made like a mixtape mm -hmm. essentially of the favorites, yeah. but like the dedication to having like, I need this show collected is, is so impressive to me. So um, this year we had um, Helena on who was talking about watching the show for the first time dubbed. Mm -hmm. Was that your experience too? Yes. 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 Uh, okay. Like only uh, until the, the DVDs came out, I started experiencing Lois and Clark in English. Okay. I mean, oh, I had... Good bits and pieces before that from the internet what sure. you could get from the internet but up until 2005 I didn't really have internet I mean I had internet cafes you know where yeah. you could go and check in for a half an hour or something um, but other than that I didn't hear anything English Lewis and Clark Crazy. but um, I have to say they chose the voices really well it's okay. not that big of a difference so especially for Dean Kane. Okay. It's very, it's very similar to his own voice, you know? Interesting. So, so it's not as yeah. jarring when you finally heard them and you're like, you're used to this and here he is, you know? No, 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 totally not. Totally not. Very, cool. very similar. Uh, I mean, Terry is a bit more shriekish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but sometimes I think the, the melody of the, of the language Mm -hmm. is also what makes it more shrieky you know because austrian is very yeah. deep very uh, yeah, yeah, yeah so maybe that's that makes a difference too that's interesting too yeah that, that's cool and was that yeah. the initial run daniela or was that repeats later on was that no the, no, no. The, the, original the, origi run? the original run yes, yes. oh you're an og, OG. yes <laughs> I'm, I'm very old <laughs> all you cool kids oh, okay. i was there i was there <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, well, also, and then just to be conceited, how, how did you, when did you find the podcast? Uh, I was looking that up because I couldn't remember and it's, <laughs> it hasn't been from the beginning. Like, I, I think it was somewhere January, 2021. Okay, cool. And I a, a quarantine you, find. <laughs> yes, a quarantine find. Um, and I think you were the first podcast I listened to. Maybe it was wow. it's like more smaller before. Sure. But that was kind of just at the same time starting to get into podcasting. Cool. Oh, I, just okay. want to clar I, I just want to clarify that I think uh, my first appearance was in January 2021. So uh, I'm going to take fault. something for that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that could be. <laughs> well, cool. Well, well, very, very excited to have you on. Like I said, we're, we're talking faster than a speeding vixen, which starts the Leslie Lockerbie stuff. Which, But, but let, let's jump in here with sex on that kitchen floor. Like the hottest and like kind of most relatable cool real world like your relationship has ever felt to me I don't know how about you guys well taking myself back in in my teenage years this of course was all the rage for me you know like <laughs> oh them having sex and yeah. oh, on the kitchen floor that's like not in the bed or something uh something more exciting 
now as an adult you see things differently and you're like mm -hmm, okay so why has he got all the clothes on right. is there a Everyone's special thing dressed. going on <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she's um, in it she's in a, a robe i think yeah and like he's satin yeah and like her jammies or whatever yeah 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 um yeah i liked it uh, uh very lois and clark scene for me um exactly what i love about the show so sames yes yeah, I, I thought, I because I haven't really been watching them in sequence, I was wondering how long they're married at this point, because I haven't really been kind of watched the ones before it. Are they married very long here? Oh, because about, it, about what, 14 episodes now? Yeah, About 14 episodes. So they're yeah. just, are they just sleeping with each other in every episode at this point? Because, oh, yeah. Uh, this, yes. is, this is the period. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, because it's the end of or it's the this, this third episode of the season right after the new Krypton arc that they, that Mike, oh, right. you know, our buddy Mike, mm. um, Mike. <laughs> whisked them away to the mountain and that, that's that. Oh, that, your episode yeah. covering that was so funny. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, because I was like, yeah, I forgot how um, much chemistry they, they still have, even towards like the fourth season, the chemistry is still mm. really, really strong, mm -hmm. I thought. Um, because later yeah. on, I'll talk about how I, I, I kind of, got the feeling at some points that maybe Terry was a little bit disengaged from the show a little bit. Mm. I kind of got the impression that she was, I could kind of see with some of the actors as the episode went on that something I never really saw before, what felt like a little bit of boredom from mm. some of the actors. With I this thought. episode, you're saying? Yeah, I, I just thought that they were a little bit kind of detached from it, but the, the chemistry is still on point there with Terry and Dean in, in the oh, two yeah. scenes where they're kind of sleeping together and stuff. It's Yeah, it's the, the bed scene yeah. later on too just felt very real yeah. the way they talk. Um, yeah. Not to be gross but they both look at each other and they go like we, we forgot precautions or whatever like what super precautions is she like is it just a diaphragm like i don't know what <laughs> women are doing in the 90s but like that's kryptonite condoms sure oh okay. yeah sure <laughs> that's course. what i was thinking <laughs> <laughs> of course but i love too that this is kind of like seemingly throughout this episode this is truly the first time they've thought about like well can can we even have kids and it's like this hasn't come up before yeah that's yeah. a little bit unbelievable yeah also the precaution thing because like even if they if, even if they said like we don't want to have kids or not yet mm -hmm. they surely would have talked about precautions or what kind exactly. of precautions they would the use the fact that that's happening at all kind of yeah. implies that yeah especially yeah. since they waited for marriage as we know so there you go but uh, i guess we'll have to ask dr klein about that later because right now he's superheroes and off he goes to like a straight up shootout at a bank like made me very uncomfortable watching it anymore like it felt, <laughs> it felt a little too real world like i i you know people i'm sure the internet has its opinions about this but i kind of applaud the cw shows and i think it was kind of spearheaded by the flash that like they stopped using gun guns mm. at a certain point and they use like energy weapons. And is it more fantasy and sci-fi and crazy? Yes. Is it more comfortable to watch? For me, yes. Yeah. You know, like for that type yeah. of show. So like this is just straight up 1930s, you know, bank robbers in their Yeah. Guns robbing banks in Metropolis is my like question. Morons. <laughs> like who's who's like, that's a great idea. Let's go to Metropolis yeah. and rob a bank. At this point, with a normal I mean, gun. yeah. He's been there for a, a couple of years. But I also feel like, especially in this show, all the guns, they always look old or yes. like, like you said, like very dated. I mean, I don't know if that's just looking back at it and it was normal back then. I, I wasn't that much into guns, so I can't say, but. <laughs> but I think, I think that is an aesthetic choice. Like you're saying, like, you know, yeah. like the fact that they don't have more modern, um, even more of my own firearms with the exception yeah. of like, Tempest has like, yeah. you know, kind of a new firearm, but like. Um, it makes me think of Batman the animated series where they like they yeah. didn't want like 
Glocks or, you know, something more real world, but you were fine with like a Tommy gun because like kids yeah. didn't have access mm. to that. Mm-hmm. So like, And it, it brings you back to, to the kind of season one aesthetic, which was kind of a little more yes. timeless and kind of a little yeah. bit more 1940s than the yeah. later seasons during that Deborah Joy Levine um, yeah. uh, era. That was a little bit, you know, Lois used to wear those kind of 1940s kind of dresses and things. Yeah. And it was a little yeah. bit more noirish. There's this, yeah. as I say, that the bank, you know, shoot at something you don't really usually see here, but there is still a safety in the aesthetic of that, you know, like as a viewer, yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. if safety is the right word to use there, yeah. but like there's, there's kind of a comfort in like, oh, it's old timey and we're going to be fine. You yeah. Know, yeah. Cool. And um, and for me, that's very Lois O'Clock worldish, you know? Yeah, yeah totally. Like the, there's yeah. no real, I, I, I'm a big fan of like DC shows that take the, the characters seriously and what they're going through seriously, but do not take the worlds they're in very seriously. Yeah. And that's so yeah. what this, what this yes, show yes. is, you know, I, especially as, you know, glittery streaks start going across the scene. <laughs> and we're introduced to Vixen. Vixen. Uh, Daniela, as, as a Wonder Woman fan, did this do anything <laughs> for you? Uh, not really. I was like, well, who's this butch guy, you know, turning up as a chick here. Um, also very interesting view like of myself looking back like what I thought back then and what I'm thinking now Mm -hmm. uh I like it way much more now than I did back then Um, really like the just the the characterization of her or the the idea no the aesthetics okay I I think she looks powerful she looks cool yeah she does she she reminds me of um is it Hannah Wadsworth Uh, the the woman that plays the boss in um Ted Lasso she was Jack Sewer yeah. on on the Krypton series. Like they, there's an element to Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, very that, that looks very tall, very Does anybody remember the uh like the late 80s early 90s pop group Bros? No. No, no, sorry. You're all too young for that. But I have it. I have it. You, you you can google it later, but I have it written down here <laughs> that in my notes I wrote down that she looks like a cross between a member of Bros if they had a baby with Judge Dredd and Nuclear Man. Judge Dredd, oh. <laughs> <nuclear> man. <laughs> I mean, the hairstyle I, yeah. I wrote down it reminds me of the Grace Jones look. I don't know. If yeah, you very, her. very Grace Jones, very Mayday yeah. here. Yeah, so, totally. I've really dated that. myself with that brass, with that brass reference. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, so it, it's definitely a choice. Um, the, I don't know the the hairdo. Yeah, the kind of flat top kind of it. It was yeah, yeah. kind of almost like um. I was going to say kind of like uh, Tasha Yar in Star Trek Next Generation, but hers, she she only had blonde hair. It wasn't like that. It wasn't that kind of, but kind of, yeah. How would you describe mm-hmm. it? Almost kind of like, is it Wesley Snipes in Demolition Man almost? Sure. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kind, yeah. Of, kind of thing. Like, Just... like Ironed Out or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, this actress is Laurie Fetrick, um, who... Uh, hasn't done much to be honest no yeah but um she was she was kind of popping around in the 90s she did an episode of the ellen um sitcom mm-hmm. some drew carey show you know that type of thing and and mm-hmm. hasn't worked since I, I'm, I'm not sure why but um you know for like someone it, it almost felt like one of those like when they cast like a bodybuilder who's not necessarily an actor yes um i don't know if that's the case here but like for if you're looking at it through that perspective i'm like she did fine you know she kind of yeah, reminded yeah. me of one of the girls who plays the security guards in wall mm-hmm. of sound <laughs> yes oh god yeah, totally. i forgot about that uh, my <laughs> initial thought was uh she was a stunt woman on the show and they needed someone for that part so they thought well here we go 
yeah here's a chance which they do have a history of so yeah yeah who are who, what are we i don't know maybe i, did, I thought she did okay though i i didn't you know yeah. she you know yeah. she wasn't scott wells and Superboy or anything i thought she did pretty good job but you know she, for, yeah. for what for what was on the page i thought she did okay i thought yeah. so too as a kid i thought she was awesome you know like yeah. <laughs> you you don't really see that she's just got like gold fringe and stuff on her on her um her suit there, especially her before the uprising, like and shoulder pads. Don't yeah, the yeah, shoulder yeah. Pads. definitely yeah. shoulder pads. But yeah, there, there's something something cool about the the outfit here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the closest they get to you know since Resplendent Man to like a superhero <laughs> that can go toe to toe with him. It's it's interesting. Yeah. Um, I noticed that he, you were talking, Alan, about the lack of um kind of enthusiasm maybe for some of the actors later there's something about the lack of enthusiasm for the cape outs in this episode there are a few times Mm -hmm. where dean like capes Mm -hmm. out and you could tell it's just like a little all right he goes up very high with the arm usually there's a better like he has a better angle with the arm has a more understanding of the the, the trajectory yeah yeah They might just be tired. It's well into the season. They're, I'm sure there were long days back then as well. That's, they might just be a bit fatigued, maybe. That's a very sure. fair point, too. They'd just gotten through a Tempest arc. You know, like everyone's yeah. exhausted. Yeah. And to be fair to season four, like the Tempest arc, the new Krypton arc, this arc, mm-hmm. you know, they, they've kind of gone for that, you know, less episodic and more kind of continued mm-hmm. storylines, yes. which was which was a nice change of pace, I thought. Even yeah, here, yeah. like they've got the weird continuity in this next scene where, like, you know, the, the news is hit that this this new super person is in town. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Well, what does this mean? Blah, blah, blah. And and you know, they talk about like, well, maybe she was a, a leftover of Lord Noor's, or at some point someone's like, maybe she's related to Ultra Woman. Lois, yeah. do you remember Ultra Woman? You know, like that type yeah. of thing. It's, it's but am, am I wrong little... in saying am I wrong in saying that they actually reference Wonder Woman here? Yes, they, they reference it. The the policeman. On the TV. Yeah, this was this. my next point. Where does <laughs> what does this mean? Yeah, she exists. She I, exists. I, yeah, I go to the same way. I like. <laughs> I at least like to think that like Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash are out there in this this world. Well, we'll never talk yeah. about them. Whatever about the Batman, and, I think the Batman one is a little bit more debatable. But I, I think this one definitely feels like it's a real world reference to maybe she's Ultra Woman, maybe she's something to do with Wonder Woman. I, yeah. I really got the impression that she exists in this universe. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, totally. And didn't you mention once? I think Ellen, you too, that you when you imagine this world, what Wonder Woman it is, and what Batman. You always mention the Batman yeah. from the um, what's his name, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah, that, yes, that yes. Early, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know that I know early 90s, you know, Burton yeah. Schumacher Batman. Yeah, kind of Val- yes. I I always think if, if there is a Batman from this era in in this universe, I I would think that it's kind of the Val Kilmer oh, okay. George Clooney kind of Batman mm-hmm. maybe, but who knows. It is telling cuz okay. like once once forever comes out, suddenly they're making Gotham references. They're having yeah. a Batmobile on. It's mm-hmm. the older Batmobile, but it is like the like we have to acknowledge that the biggest movie of all time just came out, you know, like two movies, yeah. two months before we started shooting that season. You know, it's, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm totally fine with this being in a world where Wonder Woman's out there or was running around in World War One. you know, if she's Linda Carter or whatever, or the 70s. Yeah. Why not? Um, but uh, more importantly in this scene, we get the introduction of Mr. Patrick Cassidy himself. Hmm. Leslie 
Oh, I have a lot uh, to say about this. I oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the floor is yours. Take it away. I I don't remember him. Um, mm-hmm. I know, that, like trivia wise, I know he's David Cassidy's. It sounds like uh, you don't have a lot to say about it. I, <laughs> I know he's David Cassidy's brother, which I, I thought was interesting because I know me and you, Matt, recently did an episode of the of the Flash with Zach and Rob, where yes. uh, where he where David Cassidy played Mirror Master. Mirror so, Master. So it's nice to have Leslie Lockby on it. Interesting fact about Leslie uh, about Patrick Cassidy is, and I found this online, he's one of only seven actors to appear on both Lois and Clark and Smallville. Smallville, yes, yeah. yeah. He yeah. played Lana's biological himself. father. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is is a great link. But um, I just thought it was very strange that he's playing an Australian and he has no Australian accent. Now, to be fair, they acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. I know, but like, yeah. why do it to be that? That is weird to me. Uh, just why said. be Australian? Just be an English guy, or you know, I I don't know why they made him Australian. I think to make him far away, so to track his background is is more difficult, some or something like that. Maybe that's, that's not a bad thought. For. Yeah, where bad, where yeah. this guy comes out of nowhere and we've never seen him before, and that type. Maybe maybe you're right. Where like they kind of needed it to explain later on in this arc, which, by the way, according to the internet, is called the Lex Files arc, which I I've never heard that. No, okay. Maybe someone's getting antsy on Wikipedia, or this was a thing from back in the day. Like, um, Daniela, were you involved in any? I know you didn't have the internet, but like any sort of like online discussion of things or like fan stuff when the show was mm, going back in the day? Not really, because like I said, I didn't have internet yeah. till around And the internet that was around was so, was so early anyway. It was so, so yeah. early, yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember that we had like one computer in my high school where you could go on the internet, but you had to check with the, with the teachers first and then you could <laughs> go on for 20 minutes. And okay. when you wanted to, like, you know, click on a picture, it took you probably five to ten minutes to load that picture down to actually see it. Then your twenty minutes was already over, so you couldn't do anything on the internet, basically. All but, the nineties. All the nineties, yeah. <laughs> but growing up, um, um, growing up with with Lois and Clark, I never had anyone to talk about it. I mean, I, I like, I, of course, everyone who knows me knows that I'm a big fan of it, but yeah, no, I didn't know anyone who watched the show. You know, basically, it was just me. So the thing yeah. about that, though, is there's something like that will never really happen again. That kind of no, thing where crazy. you can yeah. enjoy a show and it's your show. And like for all I knew in Ireland, like Ireland was very remote back in the 90s and hmm. nobody really watched those in Clark. Like I know loads of people now who watch it, like Rob and yourself, Matt, and other hmm. people who watched it. Basically, just the three of us um, when I think about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's it's like there's something to be said about that, I think, because now we, we're in a situation and we've come across it with the All-Star Superfan podcast where we're engaging with a lot more fans, and a lot more mm. fandoms. And you can kind of see like sometimes the fandoms can get a little bit ugly mm. and there can be a little bit. And there was none of that really that I knew of with Dawson Clark at the time. Like if it no. existed, I don't know if it did exist, but yeah. it was just this pure show that I loved and nobody could really touch it or t- take away from it. And I don't think people will ever have that again. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure people in Austria watched it, you know, but I just didn't know anyone. Mm -hmm. And when there were other people, you didn't have any device to connect them with or, you know, because nowadays you just type it in and a thousand things come up. 
you know, connecting yeah. with yeah. people there, that love there was the no mer- There was no merchandise. There was nothing for the show around. Nothing. You know, and if nothing. you missed it, like if you sat down, to, you had to schedule your whole life to sit down and watch it because if you missed it, that was it. And I remember yes. one time visiting an uncle and like being in the car going, we have to be home by 8 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah. We're not home by yeah. 8 p.m. on Saturday. I'm going to miss Lois and Clark. I'm never going to see it again. <laughs> and we missed it. Yeah. And I was like for like three days, I wouldn't talk to my parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you can imagine me calling my dad. Like we had one phone in the boarding school um, and you had to make an appointment so you can use the phone. Oh, wow. So okay. I'm, I made the appointment Wednesday telling him, you have to record on Friday. Don't forget it. Uh, <laughs> and sometimes, you know, he, he, he like missed the one first or two minutes of it. And I was like, well, I don't know. The, I don't know the beginning. What did you do with it? <laughs> and he probably must have thought I was crazy. You know, he's like, well, what's going on with her? Why is she so crazy about that show? But yeah, that's what it was. Was, the, the the entire idea of, of having to plan your whole day and weekend around a TV show is just yeah. so crazy now when I when you think back on it. Yeah, totally. I I so I I just like identify with everything you guys are saying too, and it's probably why this podcast even exists because like I I was I was the weird one in my family that like liked yeah. this fan stuff. I was the weird one in my school. Like I didn't know anyone else in school that was like obsessed with with yeah. DC or you know whatever yeah. I was going through yeah. at the time. So like this podcast started as like, hey, Ryan, like you're a friend who likes media. I'm going to show you some weird media that I love <laughs> yeah. and let's yeah. figure it out. And then like through it, look at all the, the friends I've made. I'm in someone's wedding photos because of this stupid podcast. You know, like there's such a, that is so interesting what you said, Alan, about like, that'll never happen again. Because like, mm. if if you want to watch a show and just enjoy it and it's just like, just you and the show and you don't want to get super into it that's fine but if you want to engage with a fan base it's there for anything if this podcast proves nothing it's that you know yeah 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 it's yeah. so it's so cool anyway I, I like that we were all the weird ones that are just like i'm the only one <laughs> that i know of that's watching this they might be there's a reason there's a reason when point. i when I discovered about podcasts, I think the first podcast I, I kind of listened, I listened to Michael Bailey's uh, uh, Crisis mm-hmm. Crisis, which is a Superman podcast from years ago. Yeah. And then I kind of didn't really listen to podcasts for a while. And then around kind of 2015, there was a big crime, true crime podcast on that I listened to. And then I was like, what? when that was over, I was like, what else am I interested in? Was that Serial? Like, I wondered. Hmm. It, yeah, Serial. Yeah. yeah. The one that everybody Everyone's started gateway with. Drug, yep. <laughs> and then, then I was like, what else am I interested in? And I was like, Surely nobody's made a podcast about Lois and Clark. And <laughs> yeah. then I found you, Matt. <laughs> and Daisy. Yeah, that's so funny. Like the, the first few times I, I listened to the podcast, I was like, is this for real? Are people talking about the show? I can't believe it. Like it blew so my mind, really. It especially blew my mind that younger people, if I may yeah. call you that, Matt, were talking uh, no, about it. That's because fine. I, I felt like it was uh, a thing from the very, very past back then. Yeah. Ellen, may I ask you, did you get a chance to watch it on HBO Max? Or do, can you, no, can we you don't. access that? No, no it's okay. not here. Well, you can watch it with a VPN, I'd say probably if you got a VPN and signed up to it, you probably could. But no, I, I still I still work off the old uh, TVT box set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is a, was... which is great. Like I, I got them in the single boxes and then I got uh, like on second hand in a thrift store, I got like the four seasons in one box set for like, 15 15 euro so um yeah. i just picked it up it's so handy and i like just having the original i said it before on the on the podcast i like i'm not too crazy about seeing it like ultra hd and things like that mm-hmm. I, I think there's something nice about having a version of it that's kind of like what i watched back in the, 90s. the original look yeah. yeah 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 so uh matt and and them can keep all your fancy high see and, uh, 
in that episode you were on where we talked about that like you'd convinced me like yeah this is the purest way to watch it and the minute hbo happens i was like fuck yes you know like like, (laughs) (laughs) look at all those pimples that they're covering up oh yeah i want it danielle like um do you have hbo like how have you been watching it still the dvds the dvds yeah uh i i kind of understand that when you see it like not in a good quality that it also brings you back because that's mm-hmm, totally just what TV was. Um, but I would totally love to see it in HD. To when be you're watching it, yeah, yeah. When you're watching it now, too, or like, do you have the original dubs that you watched available to you? Were you watching that, or you watching the American? Yes. Yeah. Uh, first, I had the DVD, the American version, and mm-hmm. mm, it, there is also a DVD set where you have the Austrian, not Austrian, cool. German. Um, stopped version yeah so you cool. can, I can watch i'm both, glad that but... you still have that available to you though that's yeah great. yeah yeah but i i always watch it in english now i think once yeah. because also you know some phrases are different mm-hmm. yeah um yeah and it, to me it feels more original watching it in english because that's what it's supposed to yeah to sound sure yeah yeah you, you want to get the authenticity of something like that you <laughs> yes. know the, the... <laughs> The intent of the artist. Yeah, 100%. Um, Anyway, Leslie Lockabese, who, yes, would go on to, who I had the pleasure of stalking on a street in New York for for one day. Uh, My mother and I went in to see him and his mother, Shirley Jones, in uh, 42nd Street. And uh, I stood at the stage door with my little Smallville trading card of Henry Small and got him to sign it and then he walked off and it was in the direction that my mother and I had to walk off so we just like stalked him and his little dog for like two two blocks and it was the first time really like I I I, celebrity it might be a weird word here but like I I'd kind of like met a celebrity like that and then like had the pleasure of watching them just like go back into being anonymous in the world you know Mm -hmm. like that was that was very like oh yeah they are truly just people like no one knows who the hell this guy is or that he's coming back to be on broadway tonight the the whole the whole cassidy thing isn't really huge over here like the partridge family wasn't massive back when david and uh, shirley was or shirley's the mother who's on the partridge family wasn't yes yes like are they like really famous like is like is david cassie like super famous in uh, i mean you're asking or? someone of the wrong era they, yeah. they were very famous at the time um you're asking someone too whose mother was a part of the official shirley jones fan club for a while so oh, i right. feel like i probably have a <laughs> skewed view of how you? famous they were um but they but it was a big show you know like it was it was known and of course shirley jones is is cinema legend and you know oklahoma and I, i'm just wondering was it Arizona? kind of stunt casting at the time would like would people in For the him, states at the time be like oh it's patrick cassidy you know mm. probably not because he was in the like the second wave of that like he wasn't ah. he wasn't on the show you know so mm-hmm. he's he's a celebrity but it's not like he's um, not michael jackson he's no the jackson. god no yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> um yeah this is the sixth jackson essentially ah, right, if okay. you cast him mm-hmm. Um, so he was known, I'm sure he was on the promos or whatever, but not, not like super, super big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does it, he does an interesting job in these episodes. Mm-hmm. Like he, he rides that fine line of you think he's a dick, but no, maybe he's just really sincere, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's got a tricky one. Cause he's kind of playing a couple of different characters. Cause he's not kind of, you know, he's, he's mm-hmm. being dubious to Lois and Clark and he's not really showing him his true side and then he's not really showing us you find out i know in later episodes 
that he's not really showing us his true side either. So yeah, he's kind the of got a, a fine line. Bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to talk about that. But yeah, no, I agree with you. But like, there's still like that that kind of glad handiness of him. Like, clearly, Mister Kent, you you didn't win your Kurth award for nothing. And I'm like, she won mm-hmm. three, and she's standing right there. But okay, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he delivers what he has to deliver. Like. It's it's this uh, I'm kind of a good looking guy, but at the same time, like, oh, I don't know. It's, he's too good to be true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent that. Um, but meanwhile, Jimmy runs in and another CEO has been kidnapped. Oh, by the way, CEOs are being kidnapped, everybody. <laughs> um, the, the, Lois and Clark go to the crime scene and like the only thing left behind really is this guy's this guy's Wait. hairpiece. <laughs> I love going from that to cut to a bald guy and I'm like. Perfect. Yeah, you know, like you, you've told me everything you need to tell me. Yeah. Um, and this is where we get the introduction of A, the weird, cool subway layer that we'll be hanging out in. Mm. Plush Phantom of the Opera E mm. subway Hobbs layer. Bay. Hobbs Bay. Yes. Yeah. Very, uh, you know, DC Comics reference. Cool. And then we get, he, he's credited in this episode as Troll. Troll. Which is harsh. Which yeah. is rude. I put him in my notes as disfigured man. Disfigured man, sure. <laughs> I was writing Mr. Whatever because I'd forgot that his name was Mr. Smith in the next episode. Okay. But I mean, like, spoilers, guys. We got we got another Lex Luthor Jr. here. Yeah. What's this? Number two? I think. Yeah. Two. After yeah. VR guy, right? After yeah. after yeah. Invented the Matrix Man. Yeah. 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 This actor is Keith Brunsman. Um, who I really only know from this, and he did yeah. an episode of Charmed. He did an episode of Buffy. Apparently, he was in X Files, but I don't remember him. But he was always kind of playing like this guy. I don't know. Do you guys have any interactions with this guy beyond beyond no. Mr. Smith here? No, no. I, I no. vaguely remember when when he came on the screen. I vaguely remembered him from obviously seeing this back in in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I didn't recognize him at all. And when even when I looked him up, I didn't. And I I was a huge Buffy fan for like the first three seasons of Buffy back when it originally mm-hmm. aired. Loved the first three seasons of Buffy, and I, I didn't recognize him from. So maybe he was in the later seasons where I kind of fell off. Fell off. Uh, I I'm going to say that you're forgiven. Um, for not remembering him, Buffy, uh, for playing Vamp Lackey in the episode Choices, like he was Choices is Choices sounds familiar. Choices is in the first familiar to me too, but I don't remember what it is. Hold on, yeah, that's oh, it's it's during the um the Faith Mayor Ascension storyline, so somewhere in season three, it looks like. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, because I fell off once you went to college, I kind of lost interest. I I always thought that that show just kind of was perfectly capped at the end of the third season when the school burnt down and they moved on. (laughs) So I I moved on after that. Fair enough. Just like Smallville's perfectly capped after the second meteor. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Anyway, I like the guy's performance in this yeah. it's very yeah. big it's very theatrical i i like i mean am, am i the only one that thought phantom of the opera throughout this whole thing no 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 totally. like that's what they're and doing I, right like purposefully yeah and i think they they also try to set him up really mysterious i mean not not only in the the layer the location and and the hat and the gloves but mm-hmm. he reads the book um Fathers and, uh, sons. fathers and sons you know uh <laughs> that's supposed to give us a hint or something they're laying it on really yeah, what, like, yeah what's it all really mean thick. yeah yeah He's Mephisto. And, and i wouldn't mind but his deformity isn't that bad guys 
totally not. No, also I don't want it, but it's bad. like, if that's what you get. It looks okay. like it's a minor surgery, like a day surgery away from getting fixed, I thought. Yes. I, they could have done a little bit more of the melting or something, I think. I don't know. It looked yeah, like something or, or had more. fallen on him from the subway, and he's just like a little swollen today. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did you watch this in HD? I did, yeah. <laughs> so how, how did that look? Not great. <laughs> you could, so you could see so funny you should ask and foresee what some of my next notes were. But yeah, not 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 great. It could have been worse. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I honestly it's I haven't seen the HD of Buffy, but I'm sure there are moments when you know you got pointy faced oh, yeah, vampires yeah. that are like, you know, you can see the line around. And <laughs> yes. From the stage, speaking, yeah. speaking of Buffy though, he keeps referencing the master in it. So that would have been around the time of season one of Buffy. I wonder, is that some kind of hey, that's popular? Let's call God, him the master for a couple it? of episodes. You're probably right. Um, <laughs> yeah, the master. Um, I do kind of like first of all, prop watch. I like this this map that they've got here. Yeah. But I do like the idea that like you're showing a CEO like a map of Metropolis, like the business district or whatever, yes. and some some buildings carved out, and he's like yeah oh shit i know you're a master you know like i i yeah. like that it's like one of these guys figured it yeah. out right away and of yeah. course he dies like there's a cool kind of um you know electrification a, a yeah electro oh, electrocution so. yeah electrocution i couldn't yeah. think of the word either um electrocution <laughs> as the subway goes by and the lights flicker in the daily planet and like that's kind of fun but like as a setup it's a little they're laying it on thick but we're not yeah. looking for subtlety here at lois and clark and mm. like I, I think it's cool this guy had and, to die for uh, a good, good introduction scene. They laid on taking a couple of places because I know at, at some point Leslie is quoting like Sun Tzu and Sun Tzu, yes. Yes. <laughs> I think we have a, a part later on where this where this guy, this disfigured guy is uh, is kind of trimming a bonsai tree like he's Daniel LaRouche. Daniel LaRouche. I was trying to think then was I, I, maybe it was in my own mind because you could almost picture John Shea trimming a yes. bonsai tree. Yes, that he did happen. He did. Yeah, it did happen. Yeah. Yeah. If only this guy was shooting skeet down there, he'd be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's what he did. He's a son. Yeah. Um, the the Sansu mention brought me back to Smallville because they mentioned it there a lot. Like, oh, is that a, Luther. A Luther, when they're Luther mm, offing? Yeah. 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 yeah, when they when they always try to out Alexander the Great each other, you know. Mm, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Uh, meanwhile, the Daily Planet though, as the lights flicker, uh, you know, this is where mm. we get the like maybe Vixen's related to Ultra Woman. She's doing more than Superman these days, you know. Blah 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 blah. Mm. Um, I do like as Ultra Woman comes up, Clark taking the moment to be like, "Oh yeah, no offense, Lois, but she was stunning." You know? <laughs> He never gets to do this stuff. It's fun. No. Yeah. And I like the I like Lois' reaction, like knowing uh, I don't have to be jealous because it was me. Like yeah, you know them. Have, she keeps the jealousy secret. for later on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the obvious jealousy. Yeah. Um, I I do like too here where like they're they're talking maybe the CEOs that have been disappearing or embezzling. Is that true? Blah blah blah. And mm -hmm. you know Lois Lois is in action as he's super hearing something. So she's like, well, I think the next step is for you to save the day and me to work on this alone. You know, like that, that's very, yeah. Yeah. just the two of them know, you know, her just yeah. instantly going from like, I get to work with my husband. No, you're gonna, all right, I'll, I'll, yeah. I got it, it's fine. Also the way she says it, it's very, they've come, they've come very accustomed to this. Yes. Feels like. That's, yes, that's they're a good team. Yeah. Again, the, it, it's it's being it's being married to a first responder. There was no animosity. Like I understand, yeah. you have to go go do your thing. Yeah, I'll I'll be here. Um, I imagine 
um, Alan, it's Alan. it's something like being being in a relationship with a cop. Yeah, well, my wife's a cop, and I am a cop. So yeah, um, mm. yeah it's uh, yeah. It's, to be honest, I, I I don't tend to too often have to run out the door and take my glasses off and things like that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, look, well, it, no, it you does. have to see the evidence. You leave those on. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's true. I do a lot of cross referencing, like Jimmy does in this episode. You know, <laughs> exactly. go off and do some cross. My the famous Lewis and Clark cross referencing coal mines. Stuck, like, yeah, yeah. cross reference coal mines with ambulances, <laughs> and we'll see what happens. And I just listened to this uh, episode, the Superman Superman episode Superman. where yeah. you were on, Ellen, and you said like it sometimes it, it blew your brain uh, on, about the cross referencing they're doing. Yeah. And and it's always like there's a mention. I think Lois mentions she's like Jimmy. Can you cross reference this with this yeah, in this episode? Yeah. And it's, I always think of the coal, the coal mines, coal mines and the ambulances. ambulances. And I'm yeah. like, what database are you using to look mm -hmm. that up? What are you talking about? <laughs> he's still plugged into VR guy's system, which was incredible. So like, yeah. he's he's got some some big tech that he's working with. There, so. the, the, that was the same Don't episode where Clark was like Clark was like looking at birth certs from 1920s yes, Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the parents checking in and the checking out is not yeah of the hospital yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was oh yeah that was a uh, weird thing look the the library we don't go to it much but the library at the daily planet is extensive we found out this season there's research on imps up there so nice. why not birth certificates for germany from the 1930s <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> uh yeah, meanwhile yeah. um you know clark has to run off and we get uh we get kind of like leslie entering and uh uh, kind of making her feel bad that they don't have kids yet basically like he he points out a picture of of a kid on someone's desk nearby and it's just like oh it's mm. a cute kid or whatever it's not ours now like, on, oh. on the face of it it could be a genuine mistake but by the end of the episode it looks like it wasn't a genuine mistake at all and he knows well, that she has mm, no kids mm, I mean, which makes him a bit of a dick yes yeah. i guess i guess lois has to in that moment think that it's a genuine mistake but he yeah. also has said that like part of me buying the daily planet like you guys were a big part of that because like then mm. i get then i get lane and kent you know mm -hmm. yeah yeah interesting and he references in i think it's this conversation where he references that his his father wasn't around when he was growing up either which is another yes. kind of you know kind of alluding mm. to the fact that there's this father figure in the background somewhere yeah yeah, yeah. Play, playing the the double sides of his part rather well here actually. yeah but you know, in the in the later episodes of this arc, the troll, like it, it, it says, the troll wrote all his dialogue. So I'm wondering if he was telling him to say that. Yeah. Or if oh, that like was an just earpiece his... kind of thing. Not not an earpiece, but they were like talking the stuff through that he, hmm. he was supposed to mention to them to give them hints or uh, you know to stir something in them. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. a lot of questions as as I rewatch this this arc. Of how <laughs> how detailed did this plan get? Um, is is you know quote unquote Leslie actually off script here at, at a certain point? Because mm. like I don't I, was was losing Vixen part of the overall plan? You know like is this is this a Loki like Joker? He meant to be captured? You know like I, I don't know what's yeah. going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something yeah. something to explore as as time goes on here. I think they they probably wrote. <clears throat> all the three episodes step by step so they in the first episode they, they didn't figure out what they were going to do in the third one yeah it, i think you're 100 like that. correct <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds in keeping with what we've seen from the writing on this show before sorry i got yeah. a call out i just saw daniela's superman mug and i just it, oh yeah I, I i appreciate the theming thank you <laughs> <laughs> 
I wasn't sure to put if I if I uh, was supposed to put uh, something Superman-y on or have something sometimes, in the background. And yeah, no, sometimes I do, but some, yeah, sometimes. Not. Oh, yeah, we, like, what we, I do we, have we, in the background, and I'll call him out one more time, is this beautiful three D printed spaceship yeah. from Eric Falk yeah. that that I have to I have to paint up soon. But uh, just again, coolest gift I could have ever wanted. Yeah. So, Thank you again, the lack, the lack, and I say it a thousand times, the lack of merchandise or memorabilia yeah. or Breaks collectibles and relating to this show. And I know like people have issues, their own issues with Dean and stuff, but like you, we're getting Val Kilmer figures. John Wesley Ship is getting his own figures. He was in one season 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. These guys got mm-hmm. like absolutely like McFarland toys should they're releasing a line at the moment where they're kind of releasing individual figures from different eras of superheroes from DC they should absolutely release some Lois and Clark stuff it's crazy would, yeah would love it. it it is a thing though too and I, I think that they would acknowledge it we're like let's be clear anyone that wants a Dean Cain figure wants a Terry Hatcher figure with it you mm-hmm. know like yeah. so like yeah. I, yeah. I hope if that ever happens you don't have to do more than two. If we ever got two, that'd be just phenomenal. But like, it's got to be I'd a two pack. I'd yeah. buy Lane Smith. I'd buy. Oh, hundred percent. I want Tempest. Kent. I want the. I want the time machine. Original I'd buy, Jimmy. I'd buy Original Guardian Jimmy. Angel Mike. I'd buy the playset. <laughs> I think. I think. You know, regular Jimmy is part of the line, and then Original Jimmy is like a chase figure or like uh-huh. you know an exclusive. Just interchangeable heads. Perfect. Done. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like they did. Like the Alfred figures that they did. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Oh God, we're getting into this conversation. Uh, um, anyway, on the street, this I liked. They're, um, mm-hmm. I guess bank robbers again, some sort of robbers trying to get away in their getaway car, and the car's not mm. moving. And it's yeah. just Superman with like just kind of with a foot up on the car, yeah. just having leaning. fun. Yep. Yeah. And it's yeah. not a big special effect, but it's just a cool like he. This is a bank. He doesn't have to try that hard. You know, like it's whatever. I yeah. thought that little gag was really cute. Felt very comic too. Like so. Yes. Like, you know, with a twinkling eye, like. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like you tie yourselves out and let me know when you want to go to jail. That's, you know, like yeah. I, I've got all, I could do this all yeah. day. Um, and we got what, a good what, look what, at the boots. Yep. Love, love a good look at the boots. Yeah. We were saying earlier on that the bank robbers were kind of dumb hitting Metropolis. You know, Superman lives there. So I thought these guys were especially dumb because they waited for a second superhero to arrive and they decided to <laughs> rob a bank or an armored car, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Tough, tough day for them. Um, yeah. Vixen arrives here in her, her sparkly streaks, um, throws the guys into the air, which I thought was kind of a cute gag. Mm-hmm. Um, they race off to Paris. Mm-hmm. Paris, they, they're in for two seconds. Mm-hmm. And then off to, I guess, rural China, yeah. where, where they fight by some bamboo farmers or something. Like, it's it's yeah. very, like, Team I America, could be wrong, China, but where I I'm d- like, I'm offended. And I don't know. You know like, yeah, I, I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't think they went to the real Paris or the real China. You know, hmm. we'll, we'll never know. Will we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this uh, China set. I think it comes back so much. It's been used so many times. This is this right. is the little um, the little um, like pond that she runs across. That's where Clark and uh, what is his name from Bureau Thirty Nine? Uh, Trask. Uh, Trask. 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 Thank you. Trask, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. God bless both of you. Um, but that that's where they <laughs> fought. Like this yeah. is the pond on the back of yeah. the Kent. Oh, they, I they see. They used okay. it a billion. And it, it's also the one from the dad who came in from the cold. I was just I gonna say it was yeah <laughs> China or somewhere yeah. else Vietnam something for that yeah yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Th- this is cute to me. I love that someone apparently had a camcorder in this part of the world <laughs> was... to then immediately get it to a news network to get it on the news so that Lois can watch it at home, you know, and get jealous yeah. of everything. 
very strange i do like the conversation that's going on here though we're like yeah superman i'm gonna butcher this but like he's basically like if you're here to help people i welcome the help but you can't be judge jury and executioner and for me it's like yeah. if you were going to do the fan edit of him with val kilmer like that's as close mm-hmm. as you get to that's, the superman talking yeah. to a batman uh, and it yeah, harkens yeah. back a little bit to his conversation with like characters like resplendent man and mm-hmm. what i call the the bizarro Batman. superman yeah oh, from, you know yeah. that kind of That's knockoff right. superman yeah. clone yeah yeah um so yeah it's it's, it's completely uh, in tune the only thing i was wondering was yeah, and this is a real deep cut but and you know it's it's probably way kind of it's, it's i'm way off but she keeps <laughs> referencing like eradicating evil she mm-hmm. wants to eradicate evil and mm-hmm. i thought maybe she might do some kind of eradicator thing from like the comic books but i gave them way too much credit <laughs> way too much credit this way is, too much this credit. is though an, a second time this season that they have an a quote-unquote original character for the show mm-hmm. but stolen a character name from dc comics we had not deathstroke and now we oh, have yeah. not vixen who like mm-hmm. vixen is is a member of the Justice League, you know, she's a member mm-hmm. of the Legends of Tomorrow, as you'll hear more about in my next podcast. But yeah, um, yeah it, it's so weird to me that like, again, it almost feels like a well, we'll throw them a bone, but like, let's not use any of these stupid mm. characters, just their stupid names. Yeah. yeah. Also, like how confident he is when he's giving her this little pep talk. Yes. Um, I think that's also season four Superman. Mm-hmm. Like before, he never seemed that confident to me. Yeah. He would say those lines, but now he's like really like bomb, 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 laying it on her. And also later he gives her a second one. Yeah. Rob, right. Rob made an excellent point about that on a, on a previous yes. episode that we did where Rob was like, just Rob is, is, is fully convinced yeah. that from the moment that he um, uh, takes on Lord Nord, that's the moment that yeah. he becomes the, Superman. The and new I think arc, that's yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. When, when yeah. those wires yeah. lower him back down. In the yeah. again. And, and that's how I've been watching this whole season too, where I've just like complete they're yeah. complete as a relationship yeah. they're married he's complete as a superhero they know what they're doing to keep that going yeah mm-hmm. everything's great are yeah. people stupid in some episodes because plot needs them to be absolutely sure. but generally yeah. we're in like kind of like the perfect zone for them and I, yeah. I, I i do love that i do like to here just to end up the scene i like that there's a running gag that as she's running away she's knocking people over it happened to uh an <laughs> officer in the beginning like the first scene where we meet mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. and here is she's like running across water she knocks yeah, a guy yeah. out of a boat into the, the lake or whatever I'm like that's just to cute. to show how relentless she is you know yeah and just like not caring you know not caring yeah i like how she leaves kind of gold dust behind her it's pretty it's kind of cool mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the only way i assume that they've been finding each other as they race across the world you know yeah China's a big place. Um, and meanwhile, as all this is happening, like I say, footage has been rushed to a news network somewhere. And mm. LNN, the LNA news anchor, by the way, getting a lot of play in this episode. Yeah. Um, but um, LNN showing this footage and, you know, they're, they're talking about, uh, you know, Superman being, you know, unfaithful maybe or, or you know, mm. playing around with this woman. She's just like, he'd never cheat on his morals or whatever. Like, I, I think <laughs> principles is, his principles yeah. sorry yeah, yeah. I, I think this stuff was very cute yeah and then he said like made uh as in australian like not not made yeah. anything yes. yeah. which was good which i which i thought cute. that was yeah. a good line that was yeah. that was funny but like what is lois getting jealous about here like she should be completely secure in her relationship by this point this totally. is, well this is like literally what i just said of like 
sometimes they have to be stupid for plot yeah. reason. Like the same yeah. reason, like he he's not really jealous when he comes in later on, but like that's clearly where they're trying to push them to. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, jealous of Patrick Cassidy? You're Superman. You know, like you're fine. Yeah. I, I, I always just kind of got the impression though that when I was watching it, I, I got the impression that he was just aware of the fact that Lockerbie has this ulterior motive i don't think he he mistrusts lois i just think you because the viewer can see it like mm. you can see yeah. that lockerbie is interested yeah. in lois and, and clark acknowledges that himself without seeing anything yeah maybe textually i'm not sure if that, that meant, we'll have to see for the next episode but yeah no i i, I ah. get what you're saying there um and and also like after this scene you know jimmy is failing at at getting an ATM tape from the FBI. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the FBI is involved with this crime at all, but whatever. Um, that's, that's an excellent <laughs> point, actually. I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, whatever. <laughs> um, but Leslie, you know, shows up behind him and it's just like really creepy about like, Lois and Clark have a really special relationship, don't they? You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope it stays that way. Yeah, like, work- his eyes drift off. Working together like- and being married. <laughs> crazy you know mm-hmm. like that's just kind of the whole vibe of the thing but like that's all we really get here i don't know yeah in the next scene though prop watch we i i i was amazed four seasons in to learn that the daily planet has a sunday supplement <laughs> i didn't even cop that i had, had no idea that is the the newspaper that or the you know little magazine that we're seeing with leslie on the front as um as Mr. Smith, as Mr. Troll, uh, trims his bonsai and uh, hires these like two goons to go yeah, and, and yeah. yeah and yeah. and take out Leslie. Um, what was the reason for that? Why did he want? Why did he want Leslie killed? Now I know I know the reason that he wanted to look like, but what a handsome question! <laughs> because I know later on there's the whole embezzlement thing, and you know, but. Yeah, I, I was like, Whoa. but here it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, I guess too. I, maybe this is everything being on script because, yeah. like, mm-hmm. maybe all this like fake embezzlement and fake story that Leslie runs in the paper, like all of it's supposed to endear him to Lois and or Clark. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm just getting along. Yeah, that. I, yeah. I, I just yeah. Does and I was trying to think back when I was just looking through my notes. I was trying to think back. Is there something I missed here? Was it just to kind of make Leslie kind of sympathetic because he knew Vixen or Superman would save him or whatever? But I, I'm just not well, sure. Well, it also kind of takes off any suspicion of him that he would, mm. because he is, he is suspicious. And by that point, we don't know why he seems so suspicious. So yeah. like her trying to kill him gets him out of, of this suspicion route. Yep. Yeah. No, you're absolutely yeah. right. This yeah. is this is 3D chess and and... Yeah. Yeah. I think, These I are think great that's, villains that's, knowing what they're doing. Yeah, that's as good as an explanation as we're going to get, I think. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Um, I do love, you know, we don't get to play this much anymore, but like, was this show made in the 90s? Why, yes, it is, because we're paying Hitman in bearer bonds, which to me feels <laughs> so, so like the minute Die Hard stopped, everyone was just like, bearer bonds, that's how we'll pay people now, you know, you know, these things. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about that just felt like, oh, of course it's fucking Bearer Bond. Yeah, whatever. Sure. Also, little side note, the two hitmans, like the one the one guy, I was yes. looking him up because he felt re- really familiar to me. Uh, the very bony guy. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, apparently, he seems to be Sharon Stone's brother. That, that's what came up oh, when I typed I'm him in. Oh, I'm seeing him here, Michael Stone. Well done. 
amazing. <laughs> That's a great catch. Well done. <laughs> Uh, yeah why incredible why you know why the lesser known the lesser known cassidy and the lesser known <laughs> stone, known stone. <laughs> hanging out with the lesser known luthor you know like it all, yeah. like, it all fits together fine um, how, how the mighty have fallen like we used to get sunny on this show we yeah. used to get the jeffersons but now we've yeah. got sharon, sharon stone's, stone's brother, brother. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, the Daily Planet, Perry's putting everybody on Vixen. And it, it, it reminded me, honestly, of Superman Returns, where he's just like, this is the story. Ignore everything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It reminded me of that. And it reminded me, it actually reminded me of Jackie Cooper and Superman, the movie as well, when he's uh-huh. like, you know, you know, Superman's made his debut and he's given the speech in the in the newsroom. And, you know, mm-hmm. it'll be the most important mm-hmm. interview and all that kind of stuff. I, I really got vibes from that because we didn't see enough of of um okay. Blaine Smith in this episode yeah in this entire season in yeah season, yeah yeah he must yeah. have uh, yeah it's he's he's definitely he's so underutilized it's a, such a pity they didn't do something else with him and Jimmy in this, yeah. in this season I think yep yeah yep yeah um this is though excuse me we, we jumped the gun earlier this is where they're watching the footage of Vixen and Superman on TV but um huh. um it's also where um uh, I, I love Perry's telling Lois, like, ask Superman if you can get an interview with Fixin. It's just like, oh, not not the time, Perry, you know? <laughs> 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 but um, in, in a very casual way, and I thought, like, appropriately casual for how creepy this guy truly is, like, uh-huh. it's it's kind of decided that Leslie and Lois are going to go out for Mexican. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and they're leaving the Daily Planet as, I loved this, as Superman lands, we see his boots and, like, his legs, they mm-hmm. go around a phone mm-hmm. booth and then Clark pops up. Like I thought yeah. it was great. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Less cape outs and more this kind of thing. I yes. couldn't agree yes. more. Yep. And they do it later on too. Like when he's landing back at their home. Oh, I didn't you even You see catch some, it. like you see red boots landing on their window. Uh-huh. They go around the, uh, I don't know, some, some or, whatever. or something. Yeah. yeah. And then Clark comes up. Oh, so it's basically that's cool. the same thing. That's great. I mean, this one is more iconic because it's the phone booth, but no, yeah. I must have been taking a note. Like I missed that, but excellent. <laughs> All right. This director is super into this idea. Yeah. Um, but I like that he, he lands just in time to see, you know, them, you know, them Leslie and Lois coming out of the Daily Planet uh, runs up to see them just as the hitman arrives. Hmm. Um, and I do like here, you know, like Vixen is the, the hero. Vixen is the one that mm-hmm. rushed in to stop the bullet. But of course, Clark immediately does not have time to be Superman, but does immediately cover mm. Lois and yeah. Leslie. And I'm like, Leslie, yeah. perfect. You know, like, I, yeah. absolutely. He could have, if she hadn't shown up, he could have explained that away. That would have been fine, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's this cringy moment between Lois and, and Leslie. Where yes. he, he's like bleeding and she's wiping it off him. And he's looking at her. a really creepy me. look. Yeah, very, very <laughs> odd. Uh, meanwhile, new Vixen power fireballs that vaporize cars yes now i was wondering about this is it fire does she have wrist blasters or something on her it looks like she has some kind of a a thing on her wrists i thought wrists. maybe i'm completely wrong oh man i didn't mm-hmm. ca- Daniela. uh i thought it's coming out of her ang- like not ankles but uh, wrists, wrists? wrists like oh, maybe i'm wrong like maybe I'm <laughs> but i that didn't see anything too. on her but yeah that's actually a better explanation for that especially i could be totally wrong i just i just thought there was some kind of wrist blaster Mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like it's played as a superpower 
Yeah. And obviously yeah. she's a robot. So like it's all coming from her anyway. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I didn't think about that. Um, I like that. It's just like there's no wreckage. There's no like burning car. Like it's just gone. gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Superman tries to talk logic into her, but she speeds away. And um, this is a this is the shot I remember from this episode, though. Yeah. Where like he's he's talking like you you cannot be doing this. And she gets away. He mm. turns back and there are people cowering in the subway stop and it yeah. pans up to see Lois looking kind of concerned. And I'm like, mm. just yeah. fucking perfect shot. Like, again, yeah. just like play yeah. the iconography as much as you can show. Yeah, I yeah. wrote that down also. Like, I really love this, this shot and the look they give each other. Yeah. Yeah. And they've never, they've truly, you know, resplendent man being what he was, he wasn't a killer. Mm. Like they've no. never dealt with like, oh shit. Yeah. If this gets out of hand, this is bad for everybody. Mm. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, at the Daily Planet, more watching the news as Ellen <laughs> N is, yeah. is talking about like, <laughs> is she a vigilante or a superhero out of control? And I'm like, is that not the same thing in this case? Yeah. Whatever, you know. Um, and they, they do some investigative things together. You don't, I, I feel like you, you never see Lois and Clark do anything together like this or very, very randomly, you know, because they always give Jimmy the thing to investigate Great and point. they just yes. get the information. Bring so, us a plot point in about 20 minutes, would you? Yeah. Yeah. So them looking at the tape, um, Leslie gives them is like, oh, okay, they're doing something together. I mean, they have to do it together because Clark using some microvision or whatever right. you want to call. <laughs> you don't want to call that <laughs> what he's doing there on the tape. Um, it, yes, but, looking yeah. at the gold hue or whatever as as the bank robber disappears. But but yeah. yeah, totally. Even before that too, like it's him that's like, how the fuck did she show up before anybody yeah. even yelled for help or heard a gunshot? Yeah, yeah. You like, know? He, like he's yeah. Superman and he couldn't change. Yeah, yeah. Which is, right. Yeah. I, I was just wondering though that, that was a great point, um, Daniela. I was just wondering. I I wonder was Justin Whalen frustrated at this point with the fact that. Like the only real episodes I've seen from season four is is like that. It's him going off, doing a job and coming back with a plot point and then mm. going away again. I, I'd love to know if he was kind of fed up at this point with the role. Maybe because it's yeah. a lot episode... less than what it's a lot less than what Michael Landis was dealing with. Yes. Yeah. Though the episode before this is his like, we'll give you one a season episode, okay. you know, mm-hmm. where like he mm-hmm. got to pretend to be Superman, essentially. Um <clears throat> So maybe, um, but I mean, I'm sure he and Lane <clears throat> Smith are sorry. like kind of done at this point, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have to give props to Justin Whalen because you never notice it that much with him that he's done mm-hmm. with it as mm-hmm. you notice it in the other ones, like even in Dean and Terry. Yeah. Um, I think he really always pulls it up. I mean, yeah. I even agree. with he's those still- few lines he has, you know. I've talked about it before, but he's always got that like somehow youthful energy and like yeah. kind of pluckiness about him. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah I, I agree with you. Yeah, I um, wonder if, if if it had been made now. I think like I think the problem with a lot of CW shows is that everybody kind of knows the secret. Like everybody in the cast knows that mm-hmm. Kara is Supergirl and Barry is Flash yeah. or whatever. I wonder would it have been beneficial to maybe bring. A, Perry and Jimmy in on it yeah. mm-hmm. later on in this season or at some point mm. in this season and that could have been a story arc like just but then again everybody know I don't know would that remove whatever dramatic effect was in it but I just mm. uh, they were so wasted I think especially Lane Smith 
Hmm. I agree. Totally. I almost want with Perry the Commissioner Gordon thing, where like there, yeah. there's theories where like he knows exactly who Batman is, but he's yeah. not turning over that rock because he needs him to keep doing these things. You know, like he's just not ever going to go there. Like I kind of want, yeah. If they were going to go that route, I'd want us to know that he knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lois and Clark to never know. You know, like I mm-hmm. think that'd, that'd be, be a fun. Excellent. I think yeah. that'd be a fun yeah. secret for like. And then that just like endears the audience more to him, where it's just like this is a secret that the truly just the audience and Perry yeah, have, yeah, yeah, and not not them. I don't know that that'd be what a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah. But I, I could totally see if it went another year or two, like Jimmy starting to know and and mm. that type of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I, we'll never and know. Perry, but... Perry giving them a talk like the one in season one, where he's like, you know, I know. Right. Oh, know yes. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it becomes an episode of Friends suddenly. You know, like, yeah. it, it'd be fine. Um, uh, what 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 did we learn here with the gold hue, with the the super seeing? Hmm. Vixen's probably behind this whole CEO's disappearing thing. Yeah. So, off he goes into some <laughs> season one footage. Did anybody catch this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I wrote with down the, Superman yeah. scouts. Superman scouts the city in classic season one shot style. Dan skin yeah. Superman suit. Yeah, the suit yeah. that lasted all of two episodes, one episode, whatever. Yeah. It was too much. But that they shut yeah. all that wire work. But I'm like, over the past two, three years, you don't have a shot that is in the yeah. current suit that you could use yeah. for the, you know, mm, like, yeah. uh, like even the other ones, there's like, there's the one from season one and then there are two different ones and the yes. ones are from season two. Yeah. So, Yes, yeah, they had I, to I take love what that they you got. know that they're both from season two as well. But yes, exactly. <laughs> like these are reused shots. Like just, just pull from that or just cut the first shot, whatever. Yeah. Maybe they needed time. I don't, I don't know. Um, you also see a wire shadow mm-hmm. on him in the overhead shot. And I'm just like, mm. come on, come on. Mm. <laughs> Is it endearing? Kind of. Is it annoying? Yes. You know. Did the wire work yeah. get worse as it went on? Because yeah. I, I seem to be noticing a lot more lately. Yeah, it's yeah, probably maybe. a budget yeah. thing. They probably just did it less. Yeah, like, um, my like guess... it's a combination. I think probably you see it more because you know more about it. Or at least yeah. I do, and I'm, maybe, I'm yeah. looking for it. So, yeah, that's probably yeah. part of it. I I do, and um, my guests made fun of it. But in Sex Lies and Videotape, when he flies in having just won the Peace Prize, like, mm-hmm. does it not hold up? Yeah, does it look great to me? Yeah, you know, yeah. so like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, there's there's parts of it in this season where I'm like, do I know he's on wires? Absolutely. Do I care? Not not the least bit. Anyway, yeah. Um, you know who does care though? Lois Lane, sitting on the patio. Oh, here mm. we go. Yeah, putting putting on candles him. and looking at like what to expect when you're expected. You know, like how to be a parent, <laughs> whatever the stupid yeah. book's title is. This... raising kids in a busy household I oh wrote down. <laughs> nicely done thank you someone bringing some legitimacy here um this dream sequence though i got i got nothing good to say about <laughs> no, it. I, I watched it. i i was watching this episode the day of the queen's funeral so uh, the fact <laughs> oh, that she popped oh, up in it, when she popped up i was like oh that's some of her best timing. work in this episode. She's, she's brilliant <laughs> in it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah it's, uh, remember, it's very strange. It's very strange. And I remember hating it back then too. It's yeah, well, what's the, what's, the, what's the point? Yeah. What are we doing with all of this? Also, I love Jake Reska. I, I think he does incredible work throughout all yeah. four seasons of the show. Not his best moment here. You know, this mm-hmm. music is tough. 
I don't know. We could talk about this for hours, but frankly, we do get I don't want to. No, like I think the Pope turns up and all that, but we do get some references. We get uh, the, when they when talking about baby names, they they bring in mm-hmm. they, Lucy and Lana come into it. Lana, yeah, yeah or Lana. Yeah. It's always, Lana, it's which, always the hard yeah. A here. Yeah. The hard A. Yeah. Uh, Prince Andrew is mentioned, which isn't great. That didn't mm-hmm. time. That didn't age great. Um, <laughs> Wait, what happened? Oh, just, just, <laughs> just, just a lot of stuff. Just Google it, Matt. Just Google it. <laughs> Look that shit up. Oh, Jesus Christ! But, it's uh, funny yeah. that they had to mention Andrew from all the kids. Like, right of all the people. What? Like, why not? Mention to be Charles? fair, none of them are great. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's just the worst one. He just wins not being great, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he's a special level of not good. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. All right. Enough said about this. Leslie yeah. calls, and he's got this stupid ass idea, and uh, needs Lois and Clark's help to pull it through. So she leaves a note and puts it on the table, and it wafts off as she leaves, just as opera's playing. Like it's all like mm-hmm. it almost feels like they're setting it up for like, and that's the note that you know. If he had only seen it, he wouldn't have mm. died that night. You know, like it's very. Yeah, what is dramatic. the point? Yeah. What is the point of this note? I don't because know. Because it plays it no significance. Mm-hmm. He, they make a, they, there's this big shot of it floating down, kind of like the bag in uh, mm-hmm. American Beauty or something. Mm-hmm. And then he just <laughs> listens to the start of the voicemail and he goes to where he needs to and go. And off, yeah. That's it. There's no right. mention of it again. I was like, what? What's that about? Also, frankly, you come home. You're Clark Kent. You're married to Lois Lane. She's not home. Guess where she is? You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's no one actively after you. So if if she's not kidnapped, she's at the Daily Planet. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I got to be a musical nerd here for a second, guys. And Uh I've been calling out Phantom of the Opera here. But this is where we go downstairs. Go downstairs. There's. Go underground. (laughs) (laughs) To the Hobbs Bay subway station. Where... Mr. Trollsmith is hmm. listening to Puccini and and crying in his chair as he's talking to Vixen. Hmm. This this Puccini opera is what a lot of people have accused Andrew Lloyd Webber of stealing from with Phantom. And I was just like, oh, this couldn't be more Phantom more right person. now. If Michael Crawford was in the scene, like that's the only thing you could do. Yeah. But but the minute I heard this and I, I hadn't remembered it, I was like, Oh my God! Like they're, they're mm-hmm. just they're just doing Phantom. It's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, thank I you just, for indulging me in a music. I just thought moment. it was. I just thought it was a bit much with the tears and stuff. I was like, okay, we very and and this yeah. actor, you know, again doing what he can, but like just like constant hand acting in his in his yeah ringing yeah, love. Yeah. Very, very strange. Um, but this is him. We don't really we don't understand what she is till the Superman fight, but this is him kind of like trying to teach Vixen mm-hmm. and be, you know, like, yeah. uh, you're not an opera fan. I see my fault, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. <laughs> Something just occurred to me when it's just when you said it, I never thought of it before when, when you said about it being a, an underground subway, a, mm-hmm. an abandoned subway, very similar to Lex Luthor's layer in Superman, the movie. He, he his layer mm-hmm. was in an oh, underground yeah, subway. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. very aesthetically different, but it just mm-hmm. dawned on me there that I wonder, I wonder, was that on purpose? Mm-hmm. I doubt it was, but I'm just, just there's another little link there. But why not? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe yeah. we can blame mm-hmm. Tim Minear for that. You know, who knows? Yeah. Interesting. Good call. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anyway, Vixen's like, I want to kill Superman. He's like, I ah, kill Leslie instead. Then we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. He's a bad guy now. Yeah. Yeah. Since he saved him 25 him. minutes ago. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, 
this uh, meanwhile Clark comes home and I missed a cool shot where Superman changed into Clark and and thankfully Daniela told me about it. <laughs> um, but he hears the message, goes off to the Daily Planet, runs into um, I loved this where he's he calls Lois mm. and is like, Where are you? I'm I'm here. And he immediately rushes in and, and yeah. finds them. <laughs> yeah. The super excuse is oh, it was cell on my phones. cell phone. Cell phone. Patrick Cassidy, oh. like Emmy moment here of. You know, it's just the quietest. <laughs> I loved it. And and cell phones in '97 weren't small. There was no way uh, CK was hiding that in his pocket. Yeah. That thing was like a brick. No, we saw how big Lois is in is in uh, Bob and Carol and Lois and Clark's. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ha- has it been revealed? It's been revealed that Fixin is a robot at this point. Is it? No, that's no, what I'm saying. No, no. Not till the fight. Oh. Oh, yeah. it hasn't been. It does, it's not revealed then. I thought it was revealed. I no. thought he made a comment about it already. Okay. No, what's revealed oh. is um, I love like Clark comes in and Leslie's like, um, well, we, we don't know where Vixen is unless unless Superman does. And Clark's like, oh, you know, I just talked to Superman. He's still not sure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> On my cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. But this is where we get Leslie's stupid idea of like, we run it. We run a story on the front page that I've been embezzling. We'll get Dr. Klein to whip up a transmitter oh. and see what happens. And I like Clark, like, why do you want to do this? Like, you could die. He's like, that'll eh, be fine. Like, for all they know, Vixen is just catching these guys and like throwing them into space. Right. Throwing them into the yeah. sun. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. they always make a point here again that Leslie is kind, kind of giving Lois like special looks and i mm. wonder why clark wasn't more jealous you know i mean because it's very obvious like yeah. he even looks at her like from from yeah you know up and down so yeah he's not subtle oh, about it oh i didn't yeah. catch that he gives her like the once over oh he does yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's very it's she very anti me too that. Yeah, yeah that uh, yeah. leslie yeah. as her employer it's hard. it's Highly yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we we cut to we cut to the alley, which we don't. Uh, I, this it means nothing on this show, but anyone that's listened to other podcasts <laughs> have done with Zach. Like this is a big alley for me, um, where uh, Vixen and the lonely disfigured troll quote wait mm. uh, for Leslie, and um, this is where we get a bit of the mystery reveal, right? Like mm. I was raised by servants behind walls and you know, like mm-hmm. nobody wants to like the man in the iron out. mask or something. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess they're doing that too while, while mm. doing phantom or and... penguin. My parents penguin. look at oh me. My God. <laughs> That's good. Actually. I never, that never That's occurred actually, to me. Yeah. Cause I have the penguin note later on at the end of the fight. Cause you see like his hand on the yes. sewer in the yeah. manhole cover going underneath. And I'm like, penguin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They should have just, yeah, they should just use the penguin. (laughs) (laughs) DeVito would have done it. He wasn't. No, he DeVito was like a movie star at the time. Never mind. Um, Meanwhile, I I do like them. We get some Jeep action. Lois Mm. and Clark waiting in In the the Jeep Jeep for Leslie to come out. And this is really, truly the first time they've ever talked about, like, well, Mm. I I don't even know if we could have kids. Like, really? Yeah. (laughs) Very. Come up that's unbelievable like they yeah. never spoke about it through their engagement These all those two, ups and downs yeah, the most sentimental motherfucker in the world has never talked about whether he wants kids or not yeah and also that it never occurred to them that it might be difficult for them 
Right. That he's a, an alien. Oh, yeah. That he might kill her with his Superman sperm. Yeah. Well, like yeah. It's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's not good for I, I, whatever. But I, I do like the like, well, when all this bullshit is over, I, I'll, I'll talk mm-hmm. to Dr. Klein and we'll, we'll see what can happen there. There's always the adoption option. Mm. Which I like. I love too. Yeah. I also, and also I, like. I thought that that was a line Dean Kane liked to deliver because he always yes. talks about how he is adopted and um, how he how he thinks it's a good thing. I mean, it is a good thing. So of course, yeah, yeah. It's, it's genuine. Like from my own perspective, um, me and my wife, we had our daughter through IVF, but we had this discussion about IVF and adoption and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And rewatching it again as an adult, it felt very kind of natural mm. and real. You know, it's it's the mm. kind of conversation. Now, obviously, shortened down for a couple of minutes, but it's a very natural kind of a conversation for a couple to have. I just think they should have had it two years mm. ago. <laughs> yeah. Or at least just like as a fan, just give me the reference of like, yeah, we haven't talked about it in a while. But yeah, if, if we want to start looking into mm. that, sure. You know? Yeah. 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 Anyway. But it's yes, it's a lovely moment. It's it's them. a weird it's weird that they haven't talked about it, but the execution of it is lovely. Again, it's what the show does, right? Yeah. Where in the middle of all this bullshit, we're gonna have an actual conversation about something, and it's gonna make you care. And, yeah. and there we go. Meanwhile, yeah. Leslie gets grabbed by a bunch of streaky gold sparks. So <laughs> off we go. the The transmitter works. Um, he's in an alley on Fifth and Troy. Troy getting a lot of work in this mm. this season, as we've yeah. talked about here before. Um, Superman catches up um, and like the death ray didn't seem to be an issue. He like bounces it off his chest at her. Well, well, first he uses a trash can, right? A trash like, can lid. Captain America style. Mm-hmm. And then Did the it... second time it just bounces off his chest, right? Mm. Did it not blow up a car earlier on? Yeah. Vaporized a vehicle. And trash can lids in the States are, let me get this right, lighter than cars. <laughs> you know, I have very little, yeah, experience with cars, but sure, I, I, I believe you're right. Yeah, what's your point? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no point. <laughs> just, just wondering. It's yeah. not vibranium. You don't use vibranium in it your trash can. Half, I think, like, I think it's like smoking, and he like throws it. Aside. <laughs> All right, okay, that explains. <laughs> and the way he it bounces off his chest uh, reminded me of the the fight end of season three, I believe. Oh, what was the guy's name? With Tez. With Tess, yeah. <laughs> you had like, the, the hands up. Yeah. <laughs> Kalel, you've become a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, very much, very much that. Uh, again, you know, Superman's aura doing a lot to protect that costume. Yeah. <laughs> but, but this is where we get, like, you know, the TV budget version of she's a Terminator. She's got, you know, mm-hmm. she kind of looks like, you know, the, the light version of Arnold at the end of a Terminator movie. Now. Yeah. And- now yes now yeah did yes, either professor. of you think it was strange that when they found out she was a robot there was no mention of sam lane no mention of what had happened with yeah. the uh, yeah. robot in season one i was gonna say that i also wonder why they never said cyborg like why they always said yeah. machine yeah. yeah robot i don't know good because yeah. that was my immediate thought that they were gonna ask sam lane because like this is like if it is something to do with LexCorp's, uh, like obviously they were building augmented people in the mm-hmm. first season and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's obviously come on a long way since, mm-hmm. since then in three years because now we've got superpower people who are faster than Superman. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought it was very strange that there was no kind of Sam Lane reference or anything about that kind of thing. Or even mm-hmm. the guys that made him in Tallow or whatever. I forget what their names were. But like yeah. Infinity yeah. Labs mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, that would have been that would have been nice here. But I mean, there's no evidence to go off of here. You know, the, the blast just like obliterates her and we get penguin hands in the sewer and we move on, you know. And, you know, she's she's um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, she seems to have been pretty sentient and Superman doesn't yes. seem to give a shit at the fact that he just absolutely no. murdered that woman. <laughs> uh, very similar. We covered me and Rob covered a, a long time ago. One of our early episodes, we covered a, a, a bizarro uh, story from the comic books from the fifties, oh, and was, very much like that. I was bracing myself for you to say "fucking Superboy." Tell me more about this bizarro no, story. Uh, this bizarro story from the co- from the comic book, uh, a bizarro story from the comic books, and like that, like they just wipe Bizarro out and really, really? quickly just write off the fact that it's perfectly not murder because he's not a real person. He's not real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, even though he clearly had feelings and emotions. Right. And... He's not even a robot. He's a clone. He is, yeah, he's... he's a clone. He matters even less. Um, <laughs> so that, that old Superman uh, morality seems to be uh, wafer thin sometimes. <laughs> a problem that was corrected in this show as he, <laughs> as he you know, sailed Batman off into the sun. <laughs> Like a Viking. Yeah. Like a Viking. Yeah. Well, he Viking was dying anyway. For Batman. I know. I know. It wasn't yeah, going yeah. well. So that, that was fine. That was and fine. Michael McKean was dead at that point. So, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> John Shea didn't know how to use that chamber. It's fine. Um, cut two, though. Some sexy bedroom times. Where. Yes. Uh, My favorite, Lois. Lingerie, yeah. Lois. Lingerie, Lois. <laughs> um, Clark is, is watching the news and. Leslie taking credit for like, oh, I wasn't really embezzling. This was a wonderful ruse. And thank you, Superman and whatever. And like, he clearly does not trust him, which I like very no. much. But then you wonder why Lois isn't more suspicious. Yeah. Especially the, the, after she had all the experiences with, with uh, Lex. Yeah, that's a yeah. very good point. That's an she excellent point, trust actually. Rich men that buy the Daily Planet. Um, yeah. <laughs> because she's the better reporter, to be fair. Like, I think they've established that. Like, he, he's really good, but she's better. I've completely forgotten that, though. Like, yeah. he is always the one that gets the accolades. And I'm like, fucking Lois Lane is right there. You know, like, it yeah. happened in this episode. It's happened a lot before. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of like they didn't know what to do with her once they got married, which is a shame. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. Well, they, they, they were kind of trying to suddenly she's reading books about having kids and she's learned, trying to learn how to cook and she's doing all this kind of it should never have gone that this way short hair yeah <laughs> yeah yeah nobody's a fan of the short hair yeah this is also too where the short hair grew longer and i'm like we're out of the phase where i love yeah. the short hair in every shot she doesn't she's terry hatcher she doesn't look terrible yeah. she looks wonderful yeah. no. but you know she was a bond yeah. girl that year <laughs> that's right yeah, yeah. With- Paris Carver giant 90s hair yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um I don't I, uh, I don't know I, I, I thoughts on this scene I, I you know it ends with them maybe trying to make baby we'll see what Again, happens right super chemistry I thought yeah 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 just really good chemistry they've always had it and right up to the right up to the end of season four they kept it and I, I think it's great a lot of shows lose that and you can mm. like it's really authentic looking that they're in love and they're you know it's one of the reasons I always love the show Yep. Yeah. And do you guys think that they had something going on in their real life? Yes. Oh boy. Oh yeah. boy. Me too. Yeah. I don't I, know. I, and I'm not I one really, of these I'm kind still of so I don't know. What's the word that kids use? The the, the shipping and stuff? I'm not shippers. Into, I don't know that kids use that anymore, but sure. Oh right. <laughs> but like I'm 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 old, I'm almost 40. But you're uh, not writing RPF real person no, thick about that. But yes. I just I think there was if the if they didn't, I think they had at least a one night stand. I'm a hundred yeah. you'll never convince yeah. me otherwise. There's yeah, been some too. really strange interview footage of the two of them. 
Mm. Like if my wife acted like that with someone she worked with, so yeah, I think something happened there, and I think it's I I, I don't know some and they, they definitely had their issues as well though they they definitely had their ups mm. and downs uh, friendship wise and stuff you know they didn't talk for years and they they fell out and stuff so who knows what happened mm. but something happened yeah yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure too like <laughs> I I am I'm I'm not sure I I have no idea and I I feel like we won't know until like the big tell all book from one of them um what I've always wondered about and seeing that behind the scenes stuff that we've that we've talked about here on on mm-hmm. air and whatnot like whatever it is. I've always kind of wanted to talk to someone who's had to be an actor in a relationship like this, where like, you've got to be hot and heavy all Mm -hmm. the time. Um, And if I'm not going to talk to them, I probably will never talk to anybody about it. But I was just like, is, is it helpful to kind of have that chemistry on set and just kind of like have that kind of no boundaries thing where you can touch them and, and kiss them and be whatever with them. And like, that's just like, when we're here, we have mm-hmm. to be comfortable with each other or mm-hmm. is that like is that beyond bounds you know like is that i'm sure it's kind of varies person to person but i i, I wonder if there are other um kind of like actor relationships that have that experience where it's just like you know what we have to be as in love with each other as possible on camera so like no problem we're gonna hug we're gonna we're gonna give each other yeah. a kiss we're not gonna mm-hmm. like cross mm-hmm. the line or whatever you know if people are married yeah. but like i wonder if that that is a thing or is that like gone you know like and maybe in in this era it should be gone like i i i I have no idea but that's that's the thing i wonder about the most seeing stuff like that their strong chemistry like and their 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 chemistry is probably some of the strongest i've i've really ever seen Hmm. on a tv show yeah to be to be be honest it has converted people to being superman fans it is so good yeah Yeah. but like it, it might be evidence of nothing happening between them because lots of times you have couples who are in relationships in movies Mm -hmm. on screen and there's no chemistry yes even Mm. though they're in real life couples and it might just be that sexual tension that they were two of the hottest people of the 90s and Mm. they were had you know they were obviously attracted to each other but nothing happened so it it could be it could be as much evidence of nothing happening as anything probably the most famous Mm. version of this and they talked about it a bit in the reunion they did is Mm. is david schwimmer and jennifer aniston as as Mm -hmm. ross and rachel where like Mm -hmm. they both openly talked about like always had a thing for you but we we never like they'll both swear up and down for whatever yeah. that's worth that they never did anything because mm-hmm. they're like they kind of needed to keep that that cool. like tension, tension of not doing yeah. anything in yeah. order to keep the Ross and Rachel thing and and if if we're taking them at their word it worked perfectly you know like anytime yeah. they dipped into that well on friends mm-hmm. I don't know what anyone's thoughts of friends here are like it it was there you know yeah I think I with know. Terry and Dean's they are very opposite characters yes like I think they if they had a thing for each other, they kind of knew that they wouldn't like be good together as a married couple or something because they were so different. Um, but still, that's why I think something happened. I think it was clear for them, okay, we're not going to be a couple. It's nothing for us, but we like checking each other out. And yeah, something uh, might have happened. And I don't think it's a secret. Uh, like, I, I think it's and it might just be the fact that like it, it's kind of been well established that Dean was a bit resentful after the show ended because he kind of blamed it on the fact that Terry got pregnant and yeah. that she didn't really want to do it anymore and she wanted to move on to other things and maybe that's the reason that they didn't despite speak the fact that the years. show's yeah. 
you know, like the network canceled it first yeah. of all, you know, like, mm. and then there was talk of maybe NBC picking it up. And then so like he's, he's just bitter in general. It, it really doesn't matter, though, guys, because as we speculate about Dean and Terry's relationship down below in the sewers, we get we yeah. get we get fake what's real going on. We get people monologuing to each other and lying to each other, essentially, yeah. while no one else is watching. And uh, it's it's Mr. Smith, Mr. Troll Smith talking about like our plans have worked perfectly and everything's going great and everyone will think that you're and patrick cassidy turns around in the chair with his with his cigar going <laughs> the son of lex luther <laughs> dun 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 Reveal. I, uh, as a kid blew my mind anybody else thoughts yeah. the first time seeing it alan doesn't remember this episode so i, I, don't, I don't remember the episode but when i saw that scene i remembered I remember the switch in the next episode. I haven't seen the next episodes mm. in a long time, but I remembered the fact that it was it's it's troll yes. Mr. Smith who's the son mm-hmm. and not Leslie. Mm-hmm. I, I that ooh. that's right, isn't it? My memory, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. memory is fuzzy. I don't think we get that till the the third episode of this arc. Is that yeah, yeah. The, true? The third, right? yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was the only flicker where I was like, oh, I know what happens here. So I I had definitely seen it at, at mm. some point. I just didn't remember this episode. And watching it this time. It's not that memorable, really. No. No, no. I didn't think. I think for every Lois and Clark fan, it's not memorable because it's not John Shea. That, that's why it's like, yeah. well, that, that's a guy that, I don't know, some guy know. trying yeah. to be Lex. You know, We've also done this before. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like so, in Smallville when they started bringing in his clones and his, you know, to, to make up for the fact that Rosenbaum left after season Oh, the seven. Lex clones. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It just kind of feels like a bit of a, a cheap knock, especially when Superman has so many great villains that they could tap into. And I've said it before. I don't know if it's a case that DC wouldn't allow them to or what, but they could mm-hmm. they could have tapped into some other villain for season four. They could have tapped yeah. into Brainiac yeah. or into the uh, Parasite or somebody, you know? Yeah. Well, back then I was thinking, okay, so this is like the last arc we're going to get because it was clear there was no, like the show was ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, okay, this is going to be their last five episodes. Well, it would be nice if it was, <laughs> actually. <laughs> it were, yeah, if they had stretched it out and actually made something matter to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like, it's very fan service the idea of doing mm-hmm. something with Lex's kid but it's mm-hmm. it's kind of lifeless because it's like well we know nothing about this guy yet you know like yeah. he doesn't mean anything to us we haven't met him before you know blah 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 so it's just like yeah. I don't know feels yeah. like Benedict Cumberbatch saying con where it's like okay but we are, yeah what are we yeah. gonna do with this you know yeah. um I, I, I do think appreciate, it was pretty yeah I do appreciate that they, they ultimately put a twist in with this mm-hmm. um and yeah. obviously, I appreciate that John Shea called in from New York for one yeah. day <laughs> and did what he did in the episodes to come. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's weird. Again, as a kid, blew my mind. Thought it was super cool. Anytime that like when he wasn't there and Lex was invoked as a child, it totally worked for me. But now, yeah. as as a jaded adult, I'm like, okay, you know what <laughs> what what's it gonna mean though? You know. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. So on that bright note, <laughs> bring this to the end of the episode. Guys, can I ask you some questions? Yes, please. Cool. Sure. Um, was this? Oh, you know what? We haven't done all the questions in a while. So in, in honor of you, Daniela, our, our first time guest here, let's do a little bit more. Was anybody have a favorite use of superpowers in this episode? Hmm. 
this is the part I always cut out, by the way, when we all are silent and try to remember. This. <laughs> it's it's a it's a toss up for me. I enjoyed Superman playing with the uh, with with the the robbers, the bank robbers with the car and just mm-hmm. kind of yeah. having a bit of yeah. fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, That's but I also enjoyed. Like, yeah, that was is, cool. Yeah, it is. It is, but yeah, I, I like seeing him just enjoying being Superman. But then the trash mm-hmm. can thing was kind of that kind of Captain America thing as well. But no, I think I think the robbers. I think having a bit of fun being Superman, enjoying being Superman. Yeah, uh, that was my favorite. I think for this one. Fair. Yeah, yeah, fair, for fair, me fair. too. The, the other things are just like it. He's strong and stuff, but it's not like superpowerish what he's doing. I. Yeah, you could say the landing that you were talking about, Danielle, is, is pretty cool as well. That's kind of yeah. the, the shot of him landing and stuff and, and changing. But that's more of a just a cinematography yeah. thing than a super power. Yeah, yeah. Cinematography, I yeah. still like the boot thing. And it's just, yeah. again, it's super simple and mm-hmm. you're not breaking a budget to do it, but it's it's effective and he plays it well, I thought. Um, we talked about this was made in the 90s. We've got Bearer Bond. Um, we talked about Harry Thatcher already. Um we talked about the Puccini song coming on, of course. Jimmy's Jimmy's not here to fuck. Um, uh, they remembered that, though. We got some good continuity with Lord Nora gets a mention and Ultra Woman, Woman gets a mention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More than most episodes of the show, so yeah. I'm I'm gonna count it. Mm-hmm. Um, let Let's get to the the core of it, though. Was this a good episode for Lois? No. No, I say no too. Okay, Daniela expound yeah. <laughs> like yeah she doesn't have anything Lois Lane-ish to do for me mm. you know and also like everything that makes Lois Lois nothing's really showing she's just there she doesn't have really she doesn't have any bite to it in this episode I feel like well put yeah 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 I, and I agree and to Daniela's point earlier on I think was a great point the fact that um she doesn't really notice that Leslie's untrustworthy the way that Clark yeah. does, which is a yeah. real clear, evident thing. And just this, and I'm not saying that women with queer women that can't kind of think about kids and look into kids and stuff, but this whole focus on kind of being a better wife, being a better cook, being mm. a mom and stuff. I just, yeah. I think it, it's the wrong angle to take it with Lois. Yeah. Um, like yep. shows like Superman and Lois show how she can be a great mom. The comics show how she can be a great mom. Mm. Um, and I think she just take it in her stride, to be honest. Yep. I don't yep. think she'd fret over it. I agree completely. Um, mm. I'm I'm struggling with this next question. Was this a good episode for Clark? I say yes. Okay. Convince me. Um, well, I feel like he's more of the investigative reporter than she is, That's you know, like true. at least he's, he's mentioning he's suspicious. Uh, yeah. Um, he is a very loving husband trying to comfort her during all the kids, kids talk scenes. Mm-hmm. So it's very Clarkish to me, the way he behaves, you know? Yeah. I he, do he, like doesn't have, he doesn't have a lot to do, but it's, it's his, it's in his character. Yeah. I do yeah. like what you're talking about too, where like he's he is taking it all in stride and the idea of like there's there's a I, I don't think you'd ever play it with any version of Superman, but there's there's a shitty guy character that you could write of like oh, a kid. I don't know about that. But like yeah. you know, that they, they, they have sex and they realize that they yeah. haven't they haven't used any contraception and he's just like, Well, if if it happens, we'll we'll figure it out. You know, like there's yeah. there's kind of that laid back Yeah. Yeah nature to it and the like you know the, we've even if we can't have kids we have options and that 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 is you know when they find out they can't have kids that is the scene hmm. that makes that terrible 
final episode of the show fucking sing yeah, for me sing. Yeah. so like laying the groundwork of that here i think i think does yeah. work you're right yeah i agree with all that i think that's yeah. i think they're all great points was it a good episode for superman well kind of because he got to kind of expound some of his virtues in in a good way in a in a trying to be informative trying to be authoritative to someone that was that was you know pushing those bounds for him and then and then ultimately crossing the lines um we don't get like the huge super feat of like stopping a missile or whatever in this but um i don't know he he blows up a cyborg so yeah yeah pretty good episode for superman for me thoughts yeah yeah and yeah. like the point i made earlier i i just enjoy seeing him being confident in it enjoying being superman um yeah. And like that, you know, there's there's a line where he says to um to Vixen, you'll do it the right way or you won't do it at all. And that was very mm. Superman kind of laying down mm. the law. I thought he was well, yeah, I thought he was pretty cool. Again, yeah. no huge super feats or anything, but still not every episode yeah. needs yeah. that. I think as long as you see him in the suit and he's doing Superman stuff, not necessarily Superman powers, but yeah, the way he talks to Vixen. Mm-hmm. That's doing it for me as Same. being a good episode for Superman. The the line that I liked the most was like, if you want to help, I or like if you want to be helping people, like I welcome the help. I'm like, mm-hmm. perfect. Like there's no ego yeah. to him there. Like the idea yeah. of having someone else in this world, you know, he lives in the world where Wonder Woman and Batman and the Flash <laughs> exist, apparently. So like, you know, there's no ego to that. Like, I'm not the only one that can do this, but you have to understand the code that this like the rules of doing this correctly and the line that you have to walk and it's it's the big difference between him and lex like when lex is number one in season one and superman turns up lex deals with that a certain way and i don't think superman (laughs) cares about being number one you know if someone came and arrived and was a better superhero and was the metropolis's number one guy i think superman would be happy for that to happen I can't believe I'm yeah. going to bring this up, but it's the part of me that like likes the now canon ending for Smallville that we got in Christ on Infinite Earths, where like Clark, you know, Batman needs to be Batman. Clark mm-hmm. Kent could easily give up being Superman if there's if that was an option. Yeah, and that that kind of feels like that exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. About the crisis on the Infinite Earth, I always mm. like you know I always do my own twists to all those stories to make. To make it fit my my world, okay, <laughs> your head cannon, sure. Talking. Yes, yes. Um, and I thought, well, maybe this is just a temporary thing, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where he's taking his, his powers have been taken away, and he he likes it. I mean, it happened before in Smallville, mm-hmm. uh, and it's and happened then, in the comics too. It's happened in yeah. the in the books too, where he's he spent time. Oh, it's it's one of those no. things like the minute somebody offers you know Tom Welling the money, they'll be like, oh, and Clark got his powers back, and the <laughs> here we go. I yeah. bet she still won't wear the suit though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, we're gonna have to write that into the contract somewhere. Um, <laughs> anyway, biggest question of the day, as always, um, I let the guests go first, and you guys always steal the the right answers. But favorite Lois and Clark moment in the episode. You want to go first, Ellen? No. <laughs> um, favorite Lois and Clark. Hmm, I got to think so too. I have. Did they have? Did they have go, any great moments? Go, go ahead, Danielle. Um, I like the very first scene where they're on the floor together. <laughs> Fair. Uh, and and starting strong. Yeah, and the whole talk about like the way they're talking about it, the way he he's supportive to her and. Yeah, yeah. I like that scene, and I like the scene in the car in the jeep. 
Yep. It's it's yeah. not a special scene, but it's just it felt very real, realistic. The natural moment in the episode. The natural, yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I'd have to agree with that. Like, like I said earlier on, from my own personal experience, just you know, talking about the options, talking about what way you're going to approach kind of things with infertility and 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 that kind of part of life that some people have to go through. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was nice. I thought it was sweet. And uh, and yeah, I have to say, it's it's not an ep- it's not an episode. Looking back, you're never going to be like, oh, I have to see that Vixen episode. I have to, you know, mm-hmm. pull that one off the shelf. But those nice little character moments is why people like us still talk about the show 30 years later, I think. And that's a, that's a nice moment, I thought. Mm, yeah. Yep. I, I totally agree with everything you said. I'm just going to pick the one little moment where, um, you know, the, the line of like, well, I think our next move is for you to go do Superman stuff and me to do Lois Lane stuff. And it's just mm-hmm. that, again, it's just the little moments of simpatico there is there is I understand that it's tough to write drama wise, but like there is such a comfort in me or for mm-hmm. me of watching this show and knowing like they are solid, even, you know, th- this plot is trying to tell us ultimately that they're not for a second, but it's like, no one actually buys it, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, not for a second. No. Do we think there's actually going to be some sort of jealousy between them as this Leslie Luckaby stuff keeps going? So actually, actually thinking go. again, sc- scrap all that nice stuff. I said, uh, Laundry mm. Lois, that's my favorite. Ah. Part. <laughs> 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 sexy times sexy times into the episode Lois. Yeah. fair enough well guys that brings us to the end of yet another episode of lois and clark i, I this is it's so so weird to 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 keep ending these these records guys but um daniela anywhere that you want people to find you you can also tell them to leave you alone like either way <laughs> no, <laughs> don't uh, give out your sure. phone number <laughs> Uh, if any fans of Lois and Clark want to find me, uh, I'm in the Legacy Group awesome. and on Facebook. And you can find me on Instagram, um, Daniela Rod, Peace of Rod. That's my name. So just write me in hello and I say hi and we'll talk about anything Lois and Clark. <laughs> Very cool. And uh, and Alan, the, the podcast still going strong, man. Yeah, the podcast. Well, some of the still... coolest guests in the world. Yeah, on your my. yeah we. Our, our our most recent episode was at Marv Wolfman that we mm-hmm. finally released, which was a great one. Uh, Unreal. Today, today is Wednesday. On Friday, we were recording with Dan Jurgens, uh, uh. which which should be out. Well, I don't know when it'll come out. It might be out by the time this airs. It might not be out by the time this airs. I don't know. But we're really looking forward to that because he's releasing, uh, he's part of that. Obviously, he's he's very famous for the Death of Superman stories back in the mm. early 90s, um, which were affected by Dawson Clark and the wedding and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And I'm hoping to get into that with them. Um, but he has the 30th anniversary special, um, him and the original team, um, uh, um, Louis Simonson and, and 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 the others have a 30th anniversary special for the death of Superman coming out I think in November of this year so I'm oh. going to chat to him about that and a couple of other things so yeah you can you can find us on all-star super fan on Facebook and uh, Instagram all-star super pod on Twitter me and Rob we try we'd love to get out more than one episode a month we're, we're, we're really busy with work and stuff so we're, we're getting out about one episode a month at the moment um but yeah so you know we go into the movies we go into the, the comic books all superman related content so check us out we're on all the platforms apple and google play and all those stuff all that stuff i can't wait for the superman returns episode to come out because i don't remember a goddamn thing we <laughs> talked about so <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's that's uh, our next one. I think I think that's the next one we're dropping. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, I'm gonna uh, know. Oh, that it, one. It's such a treat with your podcast. 
Yeah, because like we just like we recorded an episode. God, it must have been like June of 2021 that we still haven't released yet oh my God, about, really? about collectibles and stuff. Um, so yeah, we try and release when like when we have things like uh Dan when he has something coming out very mm-hmm. quickly, we try and get that out as quick as we can. And then the other ones that we can kind of release anytime we kind of keep in the can until maybe there's a month where we can't record or something something like that. But yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I had a lot of fun with that Superman Returns episode. I can't wait for people to hear it. Yeah, no, I I'm not I'm not Given you how like I I understand Dan Jorgens should come first, you know, like don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> but um, but it's truly like the, the two times I've been on your podcast, you you've sat on it for different reasons. And I'm like, by the time it comes out, it's new for me again. Like it's yeah, fun. it's it's great. We have Zach. We I was talking to Zach Moore, our, our friend Zach Moore. He's coming on shortly. He came on at the start of the year. We did a deep dive into Bizarro as a character. Yes, love that we're episode. Going, we're going to do a follow-up to that, concentrating on Lex Luthor. Um, cool. So, so Zach's mm-hmm. coming on for that as well. So, yeah, check us out, and uh, the more the merrier. We, 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 we love doing it. Awesome. Well, um, I, I hope this isn't the last time I podcast with either one of you guys, um, Daniela. I'm sorry that we're we're meeting at the end of the podcast here, but but you know, as as opportunities arise, I hope we'll yeah. see you in in Metropolis or or somewhere in the DC multiverse in the future. Anytime, anytime. And and, uh, and same to you, Alan. I'm sure we'll. Oh, we'll definitely see each other. Yeah, we'll we'll be, we'll be we'll be back on. Paths. You'll yeah. be back on. This is not goodbye, <laughs> but this is a a a heartfelt thank you. Um, both of you guys, I knew first as listeners, and then um very quickly became friends uh, Danielle and I just in the last two hours really but um yeah as we come to the end of these episodes it's, it's harder and harder to do but I uh, really too. yeah I really appreciate yeah, um especially that you let me on with Ellen no together. please it's Good. not a not a let you on thank you for for wanting thank to you. and um thank you thank thanks, you for, and thanks for having me on love four times uh, the, the, after the first one i was wow. like this guy's never this guy's never calling me again and now here i am so no that was, that was thank the, you that was the the, <laughs> the one that got got the show kind of back going again you know anyway it's been great i'll shut up it's just a podcast but it it means a lot to me so thank you guys yeah. very much and for lois and clark the new podcast is superman i'm matt truex i'm daniela rod i'm alan burke Poke off, everybody! Lois and Clark to the new podcast of Superman is a daily knockoff production. Please review us on iTunes, follow us on social, and we'll see you in Metropolis. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <Well> done. <laughs> That's one off the bucket list. <laughs>